Andre Vossi. Hi, yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, holding on. I'm good. To be honest, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm 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 in my little room uh, uh, growing a beard. There, that's what I'm doing. Uh, how is everything? Where are you? I'm in uh, I'm in Switzerland right now, uh, in the town of Fribourg, which is my hometown. And and you've gone back there to go back to your day job, which which is the meager <laughs> profession of doctor, uh, uh, yeah, to help your community. That, Pretty much, yeah. I, go ahead. I was impressed with you. I was impressed with you as an actor. That the 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 fortitude you had and the and the the intellectual material that you've chosen and all of that was absolutely marvelous. Now I'm triply impressed. Uh, uh, tell us what's going on. Um, well, thank you for this call, first of all, and thank you for the compliment. I appreciate. It's just um, right now the situation is. You know, it's, it's been tough two or three weeks, and I feel like we're slowly and gently getting to that flattened curve that we've been trying to get to for a long time, where we're okay. Like, it's, it's been okay. Like, of course, it, it is still very much stressful and a lot of work, and we're doing over hours, and, and we have to, you know, send people away with minor uh, problems. Right. We can just can't deal with them right now. But we're not, I know that New York has been hit very hard and, and my thoughts and fears up in New York right now. I think they have sent their stage. So we, you know, we are not in a situation right now where we have to choose between life and death for ventilators and things like that. It's, it's, it's life quality wise. Of course, the life quality has been reduced for many people, both patients and doctors and nurses. But it's, it's, Still okay. We're expecting a second wave in a week or two. And we'll I'm sorry to hear one. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just how pandemic works. And, and people have been very good to isolate themselves for the first two or three weeks. And now, you know, the sun is out. Uh, people feel like, oh, it's not as bad as they thought it would be. So people start to a little bit go out again, a little bit gather again and, and be less careful. And, and, and we've seen that in Italy. We've seen that in many places where there's like a second wave hitting. Um, so we like just making sure we as prepared as we can be. Uh, now, now you say people are starting to gather again. <clears throat> is, there, is there something telling them? Ba is there? Is there? Uh, are the authorities basically telling them don't? Yeah, it's, it's still it's still you know it's still not uh, neither recommended nor allowed to gather in big groups. But I've seen, you know, people just walking uh, by the river or, by, or, or at the lake and then just gathering like four or five people. It's still like not like a mass. Like people are still, they're still being careful. Like stores are only like um, food stores that are open. And then even in stores, you have to wait one at a time to get in. Uh, but I've just seen around like uh, when I go. Sometimes I go after work to, for a walk in the forest, and I, I can see people around just gathering four or five people together. Um, so it feels like the energy in the air is becoming a little bit more, you know, free. Uh, and and people, I just wish people would be still careful. But yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's not big gatherings. <laughs> I'm I'm learning so much about about uh, uh, about pandemics and diseases from this uh, more yeah. than I intended to. 
And and yes, I hear that that we're about to hit a, a major a major moment here again. Supposedly, this is going to be our peak this week. Um, yeah. And yeah. and they're talking about another wave, possibly like in September, like after it it dissipates and we can at least get back to some semblance of life. It may rear its ugly head again. Yeah, that's you know I think the 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 time scale in New York is very different for ours. I think like we got our hit a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and then and now it's like going better, and then we're gonna get our second wave pretty soon. I don't think we'll get another one. I mean, I don't know. I, who knows? But I don't think we'll get another one so far down. And I think in New York, you guys are very much still very much in the middle of the crisis of the first wave. Um, and, and, and then after that, there'll be a bit of, again, a quiet time where people will get, where the virus doesn't die completely, the no. virus doesn't completely disappear, but it feels that way. So people gather again, people feel like the worst is behind. And the little reminiscence of the virus here and there will take that second opportunity to, to spread again, right? Um, so that's, that's the thing. I, I don't know if it's going to be as late as September, but it is possible. New York has a very different, you know, constitution. It's a, it's a very, it, it's such a big metropolitan that it's it's, it's hard to, to to really know and, and to contain anything. So it's much more easier. <laughs> just, just the amount of population is like we we're like half of New York City is just <laughs> the, the 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 population, of course. The the <clears throat> the New York arrogance will never go away. So, of course, that's that's probably another thing we have here. And we have so many stupid people who think, oh, no, that's okay. I, I'm, I'm okay, so everything's fine. Yeah. Um, how are you holding up with all of this? I had, um, it was tough at the beginning, to be honest with you. Um, the first two weeks I came back, um, there were so many transitions in my life, like just leaving New York, which is my second home for me, <clears throat> to coming back to Switzerland, to coming back to uh, a job I left four years ago, mm. <laughs> uh, coming back in the hospital. But at the same time, you know, feeling very much at service and very much, you know, feeling like everything I'm doing is worth, you know, uh, to be, it's worth being done and, and, and helping people. It, it's, it, it's been, it's been helping, but at the same time, I have to be careful not to burn out because it's so easy to, to you know, stand in the hospital for 20 hours or more and, and not take a break. And so, um, so, but yeah, it's, it's just a question of finding a certain kind of balance in a crisis moment, right? Um, it sounds but, like, uh, it sounds like that was, that was an obstacle for you at the beginning. I can imagine you at hour 21 yeah. saying, wait a minute, just, just one more person or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Because you come with that eagerness and yeah, you, you know, and, and, and you want to help and you're in the middle of this and there's always something you can do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I had to learn to, you know, step back, making sure I take my breaks, making sure, you know, I grind myself to certain levels. And yeah, 100%. 100%. How is, how has this changed you? Because I, I, I laughed out loud when I first spoke to you uh, uh, way back when, and you said, I, I, I am a doctor in Switzerland, and now I'm going to be an actor in New York. And, and that's like a horror movie. I'm sorry. A doctor in Switzerland wants to be an actor in New York. Oh, my God. Just shoot yourself. Uh, uh, and, and obviously, uh, your, your, your heart and your soul put you to, tell, to help your community, which is marvelous. Uh, uh, how has it changed you? 
Um, thank you. Yeah, it, it's funny. Just before the pandemic uh, hit, I was about to open a theater company and produce a play. <laughs> so that whole thing. <laughs> but you know, to some other extent, I'm, I'm very grateful because it just gives me more time to even read more and research more and, and, and really create my own identity more. But to go back to your question, I think the reason, you know, the reason I became a doctor, the reason, the reason I wanted to art and I wanted to create theater for communities is, is still to some extent the same essence of being passionate about what I do and really want to help people. I really want to spread what, you know, love and really want to spread things around me so that we can all be in a better society. And stepping back um, in that role, I think, made me realize that there's more than one way to do that. I think as long as you align with yourself, no matter, it's not really a question of what you do, but how you do it. And I feel like now I've learned that as long as I'm aligned with my heart, as long as I'm aligned with myself, no matter what the situation is, you can really still do things with integrity and being genuine, even if it might not be the job you have picture, right? Or the job you've left. Right. <laughs> In right. that case. Uh, yeah. Um, but and it had taught me as well to be patient, more patient. I'm very someone who has a lot of energy and very eager and, and I, I just love what I do so much that sometimes I want everything to be already there. <laughs> yeah. So taking a break and realizing what's important to me and realizing what's important to the world. And it, at the end of the day, it has so little to do with me. Um, was a, was a great learning, uh, life learning experience. Yeah. I think, sure. I think a lot of people are feeling the way you do. You know, one minute that this, the, the, the world just looks very different when you're, when you're sitting in your apartment and looking out at a, at a highway with no cars yeah. on it or something like that. Uh, are yeah, you coming back? Fine. Now, you said about your theater company, what was happening with you as an actor before you be, before this, this, this occasion? What was going on with you as a performer? So before this occasion, I, I still was performing very much. I love acting. I love performing. I, I both as, both as, a, as a pure actor and as well as a mover. Like, I love moving with my body on stage. And I was slowly and gently, I've been producing and directing plays for the last two years. Like I think altogether maybe eight to 10 plays. <laughs> and, but I've always done them as a, as a one-time project, which was wonderful and was exactly where I was in my journey. Uh, I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I think slowly and gently I would love to, you know, have it all under one umbrella and, and create my work and, and have it something um, of a, more of a long-term project rather than small projects that just come to life and die every time. Of course. Um, so, so I had a play, I had a theater in mind, produced that play and directed. I was just uh, in the process of, of casting. I had wonderful people coming to the editions. I was very excited, very happy. Uh, I was going to open the theater company without specific play. And then, uh, and then the pandemic started and then, uh, and then I had to put everything on, on pause. And then, at first, it was very frustrating. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. At first, I was like heartbroken and be like, oh, all my projects. I felt like I was on the flow, right? With that feeling that everything starts to move and everything is about to happen. <laughs> and then and then it stopped. You hit but the wall, yeah. At the same time, it makes, yeah. But it made me realize, you know, that about embracing really the moment and being happy where you are. And, and to some extent, like, it really, really learned to be grateful. And then, 
actually this is a wonderful I'm not saying this is a good thing what's happening right now obviously it's not uh, mm -hmm. uh, the price that that it costs is is, is disastrous but at the same time I must say that um, it brought me new perspectives and I'm definitely learning out of this experience a lot and it just gave me more time to think about the theater company what exactly do I want it to be create that identity make me more time to dive again more into the play I want to produce and and really feel aligned with it instead of, I wasn't doing it to do it. I, I still had that mentality already before, but I was able to go even a bit deeper, I would say. Uh, what, um, I gather that means you're coming back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I've, I've spoken to people and I've, I've gotten comments like, well, I don't know, this is pretty tough, so maybe I'll just go back to my, and I, I hear a lot of changes of life in people's voices. So I'm, Oh, I see. No, the theater has stolen my heart. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can get away from it. I, I, you know, being a doctor right now and being at service is wonderful, and I'm so happy I can do that. But once, once I don't need to step in that position anymore, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna step in in the one that feels even more aligned with myself. I feel like this is a very specific moment where we need doctor. Mm -hmm. I am a doctor. I should not think too long and just do it. Um, and I'm happy I am doing it. Uh, but then as soon as, you know, other people can take the place that I'm taking now, then I'll let them and I'll, I'll, I'll take the place uh, that is different for me. Then you, you, you leave the lucrative profession of doctor for the speculative <laughs> possession of... Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been, I've been, that's been part of my research during the quarantine is like... How to, it's not even about making money, it's just about how you gather money just to produce what you want oh to produce. Goodness. And break, maybe break even, maybe. So I've been, I've been researching, but it's been like some of my day research here, and I'm like, and I'm not even like, I'm like, I'm gonna think about how I'm gonna make money for my own life another day. I'm like, <laughs> this project on. And once about a time, Andre, because if you try to understand how to produce a play and how to survive with money and food on your table, it's just going to be overwhelming. So let's just produce this play and let's just, you know, as for now, let's be honest, I've been lucky enough not to be starving uh, because I had some savings from being a doctor, but uh, it's not sustainable, obviously, but one step at a time. <laughs> of course. You, you, already you already passed the test because so many people start a company saying, great, well, we'll make a lot of money and we'll get grants and then we'll sell out the house. And I'm like, oh, go back to Disney World. Uh, uh, so at least you have that smartness. Yeah, some dreams, yes. So at least you're smart that way. What's the name of the theater company? What's the name of your theater company? So... I'm right now in the process of brainstorming with my uh, partner. Uh, the name that came up for now is The Ensemble Theater Company because this is something I really, really, uh, that's really dear to my heart is really to create a community and really have everyone working together and not going in the perspective of having a lead actor or a lead actress that are like the stars of the show. Uh, not that this is bad. Uh, there's no judgment there. It's just, I feel more aligned with having, I guess, more like a European mindset of theater or Eastern European where it's more as an ensemble. And I was brainstorming name and I was like, and at the end I was like, why not just call it the Ensemble Theater uh, Company? So that's, but I, this is not officially the name yet, but this is where I'm at today. 
Uh, of course, you'll even be democratic and, and, and open-hearted in your theater company. <laughs> Again, yeah. you've just passed the next test. I've had, what's the name of your company, Fred? The Fred Theater. So there you go. So it's 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 absolutely <laughs> yeah, great that you're doing it. What, exactly. Uh, what uh, what was you said? You had a very particular play in mind. What were you going to do? It's a play called Animals Out of Paper from Ravijiv Joseph. What's it? It's a play. It's yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask what it's about. I think I think you were about to answer my question without me saying it. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was going to say two things. I was going to say first, it's funny. I've been always someone who is ready to uh, listen to kind of signs of the universe, and it's funny because it's a play I wanted to produce about a year ago with someone else, and, and she was going to be the actress in it, and she just didn't couldn't, didn't connect with the. Protagonist, and so we dropped it, which was totally fair. And then I let it go, and I forgot about it. And then I asked for the rights, and I got an email: "Do you still want the rights?" And then when we were talking with my theater partner uh, about what kind of play we would like to do, that play came up to my mind again. And then in the next two weeks, I started to see origamis everywhere. Oh, it's a play about origami. So I started to see origamis everywhere and all that. So I was like, I guess we need to do this play, and I'm so <laughs> happy I chose this play. So basically, it's a story. So the, the theme throughout the story is origami. So uh, that's why it's called animals out of paper. Right. Because, you know, you fold paper to make animals or origami. And it's this, 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 the protagonist, the female protagonist, uh, is this master of origami. And, and her husband left her. Her dog, who only has three legs, ran away. And she, she just becomes very much uh, depressed and stay home until... This, uh, the treasurer of the origami organization <laughs> comes along <laughs> and, and asks her if she can tutor a student of his who is a prodigy. And slowly and gently, not to make bad jokes, but things unfold. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> too easy, I know that. Um, and then it's very much about allowing yourself to become vulnerable again uh, towards other people. I don't want to say much more because I think that would give away too much sure. of the story. Uh, but that's, that's one thing. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's funny because just before leaving New York, I, I was in touch. I, you know, I'm like this kind of person like, oh, it's about origami. Let me see if there's origami organization. And I reach out to the American organization of origami. And next thing you know, three days later, I'm talking to the president of the origami organization of, oh. of the United States. And I was going to do it at the end of April, and they were going to have uh, the world convention in June in New York City. So everything just felt so aligned. It was wonderful. Right. Uh, that being said, now I have wonderful contacts with them. We are in a wonderful relationship, and, and it's, it's just postponed. It's not canceled. So it's nice. It's really nice. I am sure they will galvanize once you're back in New York. <clears throat> once you're back in New <clears throat> excuse me, once you're back in New York, I, I'm sure they'll galvanize to, to make sure this happens. Did, did you have a theater in mind? Were you gonna did you have a particular place to perform? Yeah, so I've uh, last last time I performed was in a theater called the Arbor Stages Theater. Oh yes. And um, yeah, and I love I love the place, I love the honor and then we were talking together back then. For uh, you know, for end of April, and and we were going to go forward with that decision. Uh, obviously, like everything is postponed, and you know, we'll see in what position she is after this pandemic. I mean, my heart is with her, and every single theater in New York. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. 
consider that our schools at the same time are doing a bit better because they're just switching schools to Zooms and at least they can keep on going to something level. But theaters are the only theaters, so that those are the ones who, you know, the less is diversify that are being hurt a lot. But yeah, I guess it's a, it's a theater that I really like, that I feel very comfortable in, and I'm very happy to do my first play at as a theater company. Um, but again, you know, I'm open to the universe and we'll see what happens. But that was the intention, at least before the pandemic. And and when you return and when you start your company, please call me. I'm I'm handling the promotion of it as my as my yes. gift to you for for deciding to return to your other superhero life uh, uh, and <laughs> and help the world. Uh, Thank you so much. I. I it warms my heart. I really, really appreciate that. Please, it's the least it's the least I can do and so many others. Andre, thank you so much for speaking to me today. I'm I'm thank I'm gonna you. let you get off because I don't know what time it is over there, but I you're probably it's not that late yet. No okay. Well you're probably still busy and whatever you're doing. So yeah. so yeah, so I'll I I'll I'll let you go and thank you so much for speaking to me. All the best, stay well, stay safe, the whole works. And and please call me when you're back in New York. Let's 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 make sure that that you are as as vital an actor as you are a doctor. <laughs> I really appreciate. Thank you for this amazing call. It really it really helps during this time. So My absolute pleasure. Thanks. Right. So all right. Bye bye. Bye.